Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman joining you here on a Wednesday morning. We are very glad that you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Please continue to do so. We appreciate you, every one of our listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House. We want to remind you that not only can you get all of the great drinks you're used to getting from uh, from Strange Brew, but you can also get some provisions over there as well. Bread, milk, yeast, salt. Salt! Why not? Toilet paper. All of those things are available now for sale at Strange Brew Coffee House. So if you haven't already... Head over to the Highway 12 location and go to the drive-thru. Head over to the uh, University Drive location and head to the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The walk-up window there and uh, check it out and they'll get you taken care of there over at Strange Brew Coffee House. Once you guys shop it online, over at collegecornerstore.com. Both of their locations in Jackson right now obviously are not open as a result of the uh, the social distancing and the measures that have been put in place by the uh, the governor of this state. But that said, that doesn't mean you can't shop online and check out all the great deals they've got to offer there at their brand new website. Best best selection of MSU and all college merchandise in central Mississippi. So check them out again. Go to collegecornerstore.com. One more uh, sponsor to take care of, our good friends over at Advantage Business Systems. Found at 1976 in Jackson, Mississippi. So for nearly 45 years of doing business in this state with the people of Mississippi, reminding you to buy local, be local. And right now, when you're trying to get those remote offices set up, when you need to get the devices you your employees need into their hands, this is what Advantage Business System is. It's what they do, and they do it better than anybody else. So please get in touch with them today. Check them out at www.absms.com. Or call toll-free at 844-833-6245, and these guys will get you taken care of. They will help your business do business. One more thing before we get into the uh, the rumblings here. On Friday, on all Super Talk stations, we are running the first ever, we're calling it the Day of Hope. It's Good Friday on Friday, obviously. And we're going to do a lot of positive stuff on uh, on, on uh, Super Talk that day. A lot of great stories. We're going to have, uh, let me see if I have, I'll have all the details right here. Where did they go? They left me, my friend. I had them. <laughs> I had them. And now they're gone. Where did they go? I wish I knew the answer to that question. I want to. I, I want to do a. Good, I wanted to do a good job on this promo, but I screwed it up. Well, I would fire you, but please don't. Please don't do that. You're kind of in charge here. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, just to give you, where, where, where's where is all the stuff here? Okay. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., you're going to hear messages of hope from spiritual leaders around the state. Uh, a lot of good stories that are happening around the state. Uh, Speaker of the House at noon, Philip Gunn, will lead us in a statewide prayer. And most importantly for me, anyway, JT will be on the air, 10.20 a.m. So 
He's uh, still recovering, obviously, but we're going to get to hear from JT. So a lot of good, positive stuff on Friday on all Super Talk shows. That's the Gallo Show, the JT Show, in a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Good things with Rebecca Turner and, of course, on Sports Talk Mississippi. And if you guys have got some stories you want me to read on the air, I'll be happy to do so. So uh, send them to me at Twitter or just email me at heydad at supertalk.fm. All right. All right, let's move into the rumblings. And, of course, it's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who want to remind you that if you have to be quarantined, you have to socially distance yourself, you have to be home by a certain hour, well, then it's best to do those things with USDA Prime Steak. That's right, the best beef that money can buy, best steaks, best burgers, mouth-watering roast. They've got it all for you at Welcome Home Beef. Call them at 662-418-2021 or visit their online at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef and they'll get you taken care of. Bring your order right out to your car. You never have to get out of the car to get great steaks. You can have those things on the pan, on the grill, in the oven tonight with Welcome Home Beef because, as we all know, it just tastes good. I know Joel's excited over there. I am pretty pumped. Are you? I mean, rumblings, baseball? Sure. Well, I mean, I, I get that. Yeah, this is this is the first ever uh, rumblings that has involved just the national pastime. So, you know, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy that. It's gonna be exciting. Hey! All right, we might just let this play through. Calm down over there. Let let Mr. Fogarty handle it, please. There's no need for all that. So we got a lot of questions about the about the national pastime. Well, well, let's play for a minute here. And our first question, our first question of the day came from uh, from Justin Strawn, who didn't ask not an area one baseball related question, which which lets you know that he knew it was Rumblings Day, but he didn't know. But he didn't listen to the don't show. don't listen to the show. Justin, know that it was specifically baseball. And we mentioned this on Monday show, so it makes me wonder what's he doing. I don't know. So our first question of the day that we're going to ask. So maybe the only show he listens to is Rumbling Show. Is Rumbling Show, and you so he doesn't listen a... to the one before to know what the Rumbling's theme is. He's killing me. He did it last week too, as I recall. He had to re- st- redo his questions. Mm. Justin, I feel Justin, like Justin. I feel like we've exposed Justin Strawn here today, a little bit. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that too. Doctor Tony Loper, though, the best damn veterinarian in the city, the city of Vicksburg, has questions for us. What is the best baseball play you've seen in person or been a part of? Uh, best play I've seen in person. Um, I've seen a lot of good ones. Uh, I mean, I, I I came up as a youngster watching. Uh, I mean, I got to see Ozzie Smith there several years, of course, and. Got to see uh, Andrelton Simmons when he was a shortstop for the Braves. Who yeah. I'm trying to think of just like one play that stands out um, above all the rest. I'll tell you one that, that jumps to mind. I believe it was Jim Edmonds um, made a diving, going backwards towards wait, 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 the wait, wait. wall catch. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You saw that in person? Oh, in person. I have yeah. to be there in it's like person. You were in Kansas City when that happened? Yes, in person is the question. Ah. Uh, the greatest defensive play I've seen. It didn't say defensive. It just said baseball. <laughs> well, to me, when I when I think of play, okay. I think of defensive. But the greatest baseball moment mm-hmm. that I've ever seen live, mm-hmm. two things come to mind for me. Okay. One of which was Eric Hensky 
for the Braves in 2010 against the Giants in the division series. Y- y'all won this game, by the Still. way. So, but the Braves were down one nothing in I believe the eighth inning. I was there live for this was game three of that division series, and Hensky hit a two run homer to put the Braves on top two to one in I believe the eighth inning. And I I don't know that I've been in a stadium that got that loud before or since. And then they ended up blowing the game, and then they lost the next game, and the Giants won the series, and uh, just like that, Bobby Cox was done. Put out the pasture, <laughs> is what I would say. But that, that was a cool moment to be there for. Okay. And the Mac Homer yeah. at Florida State, mm-hmm. to me, and I think it was because I just thought that game was done. Mm-hmm. And it just came from out of nowhere. And then when you saw what happened after it, it just yeah. piled on to how great that was. Yeah, Those are two of maybe the two most incredible singular moments. I don't know, the, one, the Stanford Super Regional, when, when Mangum and Mack had the, those moments. All those are offensive moments, though. When I hear play, I think of defensive play. I, I don't disagree with that. You know, and for me, like defensively, the first thing that comes to my mind, I haven't been to a lot of, I've only been to one MLB game in my life. Jake robbing the homer in game one. And, and that I was going to go with Brooks Bryan in 97, robbing the home run. But for me, honestly, is the inside the park grand slam that Jacob Robson hit. That is something you don't see every day. I think there's only been like 10 in major league history, something like that. Inside the park grand slam was incredible to, to, because as soon as he rounded first, I was just like, he has a chance to score. Robson, of course, could fly. And then he did. And I was just like, so that and uh, Rooker's three home run day against Kentucky was something to watch, too. So, But the Grand Slam for me, one play, that's the one. Who's the best player you ever played against? I never played baseball, so I'm going to let you have this one. I think I know the answer, though. I'd probably say Cliff Davis mm-hmm. is probably my that's answer. Right. Um, got drafted in, I believe, the fifth round by the Astros. Played at Eupora. I was at Ackerman. Um, he can hum it, man. Na- mid-90s, upper-90s, drill me in the head. You've seen the video, Brian, and I yeah. think I posted it here because yeah. I mentioned it on the show before. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, he, he can hum it. And in high school, you throw mid, mid to upper-90s, uh, you're set, and, and he could. And uh, So it, it was probably him. Um, he, he never got out of the minors, and he actually was committed to – Bama to be quarterback, yeah, play quarterback and, and play baseball. And I think he may have attempted to walk on at Ole Miss later. That um, sounds right. But anyway, it was probably him. Also, uh, we played against uh, Gant, the pitcher, Jamie Gant. Jamie Gant, okay. him, yeah. That pitched at State. Yeah. Um, he was really good, too. Yeah. But for me, I'd probably say Cliff, because there was just an intimidation factor with Cliff. Not he, for Joel Coleman, though. He, uh, he stood in the box and <laughs> took his best right <laughs> off his head. Uh, and, got, and got up screaming. Yeah. Ready for more. That's right. Um, but no, there was an intimidation factor with Cliff because he was, I mean, tall dude, uh, big dude, can hum it. Yeah. I- I'll go with him. All right. Lynn McLaughlin wants to know, what is the best baseball name for a former player? I've got Oil Can Boyd. That's a good choice. Stark was on Cool Papa Bell. Cool Papa Bell is a good one. Old Hoss Radburn yeah. is a good one. <laughs> uh, I mean, and those are, to me, the best nicknames are the ones that, they, that becomes their name. Yeah. Like, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth might be the answer, actually. Now you think about it, his name is not Babe. Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones. But at the same time, like, those aren't really funny. Like, Cool Papa Bell makes puts a smile on your face. Yeah. But at the same time, like, 
Ruth has a, so many nicknames, like the Sultan of Swat and all that. Those aren't those aren't the those great those, Bambino. The great Bam- yeah, th- those don't really work for me. So, Hammer and Hank. Hammer and Hank. That's that's baseball is the best nickname sport. <clears throat> it really is. Yeah, I mean, outside of Air Jordan, Big I guess hurt. Magic a- a- Air Jordan and Magic Johnson. What are there a lot of a great? I mean, Hakeem the Dream, David Robinson was the Admiral, but eh. yeah. You know, for me, baseball is the mailman. The mailman. Okay, maybe I'm, maybe I'm underthinking this. I don't know. <laughs> but oil can boy is a good choice. But well, yeah, I'm gonna go with Cool Papa Bell. That's a good choice. Starville Zone. Who do you think the meanest player in MLB history was? Ty Cobb was his choice. Ty Cobb had a he, he had, had a, a reputation. Mean I th- I'm gonna go with Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson had no qualms whatsoever putting 98 mile an hour fastball in your ear. Nolan Ryan. I was like, Robin Ventura would say Nolan yeah. Ryan. <laughs> Nolan Ryan gave, gave zero craps, too. Yeah. Uh, Clemens was, I mean, he had. He not, a, not, a, not a happy camper most of the time. Yeah. You could go with about any of those. I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm tempted to go with the ones that I've, I've seen either live or with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Ty Cobb had a reputation, but I saw some of those other guys. They, yeah. they, I wouldn't want to go, I wouldn't want to square up with any of them. Lynn has one more thing to say. Let's go Mets. She says, "He or she says." I'm sorry. There's one. Met, well, I guess you know. There, there's one Met in particular that's near and dear to my heart. But yeah. I, there, there's others too. But yeah. All right. Uh, Social distance. Jackson wants us to name. Okay, I don't know what he's saying here. You're gonna have to help me. Name and he changed the date from 2029 to 2020. But rank your top five best MLB resets headed into 2020. I don't know what what he's saying. I was hoping you knew something about baseball. I didn't know. Resets? Is he trying to say like records? Like who do we think have the best records in MLB this year? What else could it be? I don't know. So we're going to go, if that's not your question, Jackson, we're sorry. 2020 best top five records uh-huh. in the game. Best, who, best five who, records. Who will have the best records this year? Um, The Yankees? You're going to kill me. Dodgers? The Dodgers. I'll, Dodgers are my second choice. Okay. Dodgers and Yankees. Uh, the Braves. I'll put them in the top five. Yeah. Um, I feel like the pressure is going to get to the Astros. If it wasn't for the the other crap, I, I would say. Yeah. If, if the Astros were clean, I yes, but not they're not. That division kind of sucks. It does kind of suck, but Oakland's good enough to give them. And California, and the Angels are better. The Angels are better this year. Um, let's see. I tell you, who's really good? Mm-hmm. But they're in the. They're in the, the AL East. The Rays are really good. I I'd be surprised if the Rays have a top because you're gonna have to have ninety wins to be in this discussion. Ninety plus. Nats. I'll go ahead and throw them the in Nats, that. and then thinking like the AL, the NL Central, the Cardinals. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Cardinals. Brewers. Co- no, no one in there is really just a. Yeah, I mean, you got good teams, but not no. I I'll tell you who. Twins. The Twins. I'll throw Twins. Okay, in there. there we go. That's our choice. If that's not your question, though, we're sorry. Peyton Neely wants to know what is the best baseball movie for him. It's the rookie. Um, it's hard for me to go against Major League. I love Major League. So there's a tier for me in this. There's four movies or three movies that are at the top: Field of Dreams, Major League, and The Natural. I am. It's difficult for me to pick one. If I had to pick one, I would pick Field of Dreams. That's my favorite. I think I'd go Major League. Okay. I, I think that's where I'm going. All right. Lee Battle wants to know, are we mad at the guys who took steroids and hit a lot of home runs, or are we of the opinion that it still takes a lot of hand-eye to hit the baseball regardless? I'm not mad at all. 
No, of I've, course not. You're a Giants okay. fan. Okay, just stop over there. You, you, you chief cheater played for you. What? Mark McGuire played for the Giants? I miss those years. Uh, but it's like, I just don't care because I feel like everybody was doing it. See, that, that's why I do care because everybody wasn't doing it. Not everybody was doing it. Like Chipper wasn't doing it. Fred McGriff hit 493 home runs. No, no, but he's not, sure he he's not in that era. He's not in the era we're talking about. We're talking about Sosa, McGuire, those guys. McGriff was retired by then. Okay, I don't think Griffey did it. No, and his career would tell you that because he was constantly injured. But most everybody... I don't think Chipper did it. I don't think Chipper did it. But mo- a lot of guys were doing it. it. Enough that it wasn't this huge advantage. And I don't again, think Greg Maddox was doing it. Just because you're a bodybuilder and you take steroids doesn't mean you can go out there and hit 300. All right? I can go get, you know... I can go get Scott Steiner, <laughs> give him a baseball bat. He might beat me with it, but he's not going to hit the baseball. McGriff played in the, like, the late 90s, by the way. So this, it's when did he retire? Hold on. Uh, it was He played into the late 90s. I mean, because he played for the Rays. But his, his, Rays prime, his prime, he, he retired in 04, my 04? God. I didn't really? realize it was that late. All right, hold on. When was his last? Let's, if it's, his last year with the Braves, I think, was like 97, I believe. I don't, I don't have his. Uh, I think he played with the Braves from 93 to 97. Then I, I thought he went to the Rays, and I didn't realize he played that, his, that much beyond the Braves. He played for the Rays, Cubs, Dodgers, and then back with the Rays. He okay, played with the I, Ra- didn't, I didn't even remember the Cubs and Dodgers. Yeah. He was sort of like Dale Murphy, just sort of bounced around at the end of his career. I remember the Rays, but yeah, anyway, I didn't realize he He got, played he with the Rays long enough ago that they were still the Devil Rays. Yeah. So. 493 homers, right? Yeah. yeah. Seven away. If he'd have hit them, he'd be he'd in the Hall of Fame, yeah. no doubt. Should have juiced. Uh, <laughs> Joel, have you been to the new Braves Stadium? You have. Multiple you know? times, yeah. yes. And uh, I haven't, <laughs> haven't been since they renamed it because they haven't played a game in it since they renamed it. Yes. Actually, you know, let me look. What's the date? Today is the 7th. Uh, I would be there a week from Friday. You were supposed to be there, happened, yeah. Watching the Braves and Giants. Yeah, so. you're right. You know, this is this is uh, would have been Super Bulldog weekend, too. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right. Uh, Wyatt Thunderberg, top five baseball conce- game concession stand items. Ooh. Is the hot dog number one? Yeah. We're talking about something you can get at any ballpark, so we can't, you know, can't use like I don't know what the most popular thing. Like I know the garlic fries are huge in San Fran. Can't use that though because you can't get them everywhere. So the hot dog is number one. Number For two, me, number two is pretzel. A hot pretzel. I'm gonna put it on there. Number two should be. I love a pretzel. The uh, soft serve ice cream in the helmet. In the helmet. In the helmet. <laughs> That's number two. Katie Coleman would be on, in favor of that. Number three can be the pretzel. Number four is nachos. I'm a big boiled peanuts guy. You can't get that everywhere. Can you not get that everywhere? You think you can get boiled peanuts at Dodger Stadium? I don't know, but I don't go That's to the Dodger southern. Stadium. I go to the South. I'm That's in the southern, South. Man. It's a Southern thing. So no, no. What about and the, you know honestly number five should be beer. Yeah. Beer and a dog at the baseball game. I can honestly say I've, I've never purchased a beer at a baseball game, I but I know a lot of people that have. And have. Uh, so, Actually, for a lot of people, that'd probably be number one. Yeah, you're right. John Jeffrey Nelson, nastiest pitch from an MSU pitcher that you can remember. He's going, he, he, he nailed it. I saw this question. There's only one it. other option for me. Holders, 12-6 curveball. Yeah, but it, the answer Lingering is slider is... I mean, it was nasty enough that Gavin Collins, God bless his soul, he couldn't catch it. No, nobody could catch it. Yeah. I don't think. I don't, I don't think... I'm trying to think who's the best. Buster Posey in his prime would have had trouble handling that slider. It was incredible. Percentage chance that Blaze Jordan goes to MSU? Well, it's obviously going up. Yeah, those chances have been helped in recent days. And the thing with Blaze Jordan is a lot of power, but not necessarily. Does he have a? What's his position at the next level? 
You know, that's what I've heard about him. He's a great power hitter, but he's not he's not a five tool player by any stretch of the imagination. So he might come. He's a Mississippi kid too. So the problem with Blaze is, you know, if, if he comes to state, mm-hmm. I don't know what his age is. So I, I guess he might get two years. Uh, well, depending, yeah. Depending, well, didn't he, didn't he reclassify? Gonna... Did he? I think I so. Remember. So he should be young. You might get three years if he. Well, can. I was going to say most likely, you know, you go to college, you're going to be there three years. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not a pitcher, I'm more willing to take that chance. I think mm-hmm. maybe because I mean, less likely you're going to tear up a elbow or shoulder or something, but. Mm-hmm. I I still don't like the chances because he, he he's supposed to be a pretty high pick, and so even if they only do five or ten rounds the MLB draft, I think he gets I think he gets got probably. So, but the percentage is definitely gone it up. definitely went up right. in recent days. Chris Johnson wants to know who is the best position player that was a former catcher. I vote Dale Murphy. Biggio is one one one. That's a good possibility. Biggio played a lot longer as a catcher than Dale Murphy did, though. Biggio was a catcher for, like, a long time. Yeah. Um, Just trying to think around. I don't know. Murphy is a good choice. Biggio's a good choice, too. We already did the best One's a Hall of Famer and one should be. Yeah. We did the best baseball nickname. How much... Here we go. Let's get Joel all riled up Uh over here. How much blame does Lonnie Smith get for his base running era? A lot. A lot. They should, yeah. An awful lot. I mean, the Braves win that game without it, probably. Yeah. The Braves win a World Series without it. Oh, man. Yeah. Look at Joel. He's all flustered now. Like, people, A lot of people don't believe me, I think, when I talk about this. Because I was six when that World Series happened. Mm-hmm. I can relate to you just about that entire series. Like I was that locked in at six years old. Yeah. It is unbelievable to people who... I mean, I, I told I, I was sitting there reciting ninety-one Braves lineups to Katie the other day. Yeah, she was like, "You don't remember this? I promise. Go, go Google it." Yeah, no, I believe you. And so, yeah that that was that ninety-one World Series was the first sporting event that ever made me cry. Oh, so Lonnie Smith, you had a lot to do with that. Yeah, well, it happens. Uh, more annoying: Tim McCarver or Chris Berman? Uh, I'm actually going McCarver here me too. Yeah, and. A lot of that is my Braves fandom. He he didn't like Deion Sanders. He did not. They and, had the, and they, they after had the, the ninety stuff, after yeah. the ninety two NLCS, yeah, he, they had their little tiff or whatever. Yeah. And so I have nothing for Tim McCarver. Tim McCarver, Berman is just annoying. All right, and that you know his nicknames and the back 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 back. That's that's a little annoying, right? McCarver was just uh, pompous. He's just an arrogant guy. Yeah. You would think he was like the best player that ever played baseball. He's. Do you watch golf? You ever watch golf on TV? You probably don't. But, I mean, not a little bit. But like Johnny Miller is the same way. Johnny Miller won a U.S. Open. Good for him. Great golfer. But I mean, he acts like he was Jack Nicklaus's superior, and it's just it's just annoying. Yep. Ryan Nelson wants the easiest question you'll ever ask. What is your Braves Mount Rushmore? Hank Aaron. Yeah. Chipper Jones. Okay. And here's where it gets murky, and here's where I get in trouble because. There are people that scream at the radio for me that it has to be Dale Murphy on this mm-hmm. thing. And I don't disagree, but I have two qualms against Dale Murphy. One, while he should be a Hall of Famer, he's not a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. And two, I didn't I didn't see him play. And so, I, well, I mean, I saw him play. I didn't see him play as much mm-hmm. as I... I have seen right. the two other guys that I will put on on, on this list. Right. And I'm actually probably going to go 
it, it, it's two of the big three. It, it's Smoltz, Glavin, Maddox, and it's two of those. And you have to leave one off. I feel like there's an egregious oversight here. Bobby Cox? Yes. Well, can I put a manager yes. on? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking players. I would definitely have Bobby Cox. Well, I mean, that. if I can throw a manager on there, then I guess you have to throw the guy that won 14 straight division yes. titles in the, the Warren Atlanta's Spahn's only... not going to make this list? Well, uh, again, he probably should, but... Yeah. I mean, if you tell me that you're going to go... If, I, if I'm you, I'm going to go... You, I mean, Aaron, Aaron and Chipper have Aaron to be and on. Chipper, Bobby Cox, and Maddox. You can't go wrong with any yeah. anywhere you go there. Right. The thing that I hold against Ken Maddox... Ken Oberfell was fifth. <laughs> Odeby McDowell, sixth. Yeah, sixth. Um, the thing I go against Maddox a little bit is just that, I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame without a Braves cap on. That's true. So... I tend to lean more Glavin or, or Smoltz or somebody like that that was Mr. Brave basically their entire career. Although it wasn't their entire career because they, they did play elsewhere for brief times. But uh, I guess I never did fully answer the question. So I I, I will go with you, though. I mean, yeah. Maddox won all those size and yeah. stuff. So Dudale Murphy, still Ryan Nelson here. Dudale Murphy or Ryan uh, or Fred McGriff, I'm sorry, ever get into the Hall of Fame? I think McGriff I th- might. I think that, what is it, the Modern Era Committee yeah. or something like that? I think that maybe it's me being optimistic and just hoping, but I, I, I think they eventually get there. Both, okay. I, I'm going to say both of them eventually get there. What is your favorite Braves TV and radio crew, and it better be Skip Carey and Pete Van Weeren? It is. Yeah. It is. It absolutely Line is. Line drive, base hit. <laughs> the bases are loaded, and I wished I was. <laughs> I told you my favorite Skip Carey story. About the daiquiri, I think, yes, you did tell me that. He's like, they said it was they they said it was a like a, they said it was a snow cone or so. There's a little milkshake. Take a sip. That's ah, not a milkshake, partner. <laughs> I never forget that as long uh. as I live. Uh, well, Dakota O'Brien's going to put you to the test here. Who is your favorite out of the Braves' big three? Smoltz, Glavin, or Maddox? I saw that question too, and and don't think I didn't spend way too much time thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think Maddox is the best of those three pitchers, but he doesn't have as much on the heartstrings because I do see him a little bit as a cub mm-hmm. in my in my yeah. mind. Um, you don't see Glavin as a Met? No. Smoltz as a Tiger? <laughs> well, he never played in the big leagues for the Tigers yeah. anyway. So I, I actually think it's, for me, and it's it's close. I mean, this is like telling you to pick your favorite child a mm-hmm. little bit, picking between these three. Mm-hmm. I I think I slightly favor Smoltz. Okay. Just because, man, he was such a competitor. Yeah. And, man, he was so fun to watch. Yeah. And Glavin was, too, but he was just more stoic with it. Like, you, you couldn't tell if he was up 10, down 10, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I slightly go Smoltz there. All right. Jimmy Spire says, if your team needs a home run in the bottom of the ninth to win the World Series, which pitch could you hit out the easiest? Could I? Yes. The Marion Rivera cutter, Randy Johnson slider down and away, or Aroldis Chapman's fastball up and in? I'm swinging and missing all three. I, I'm not getting it. I'm not even. It's going to be like on Sports Center. how far out in front of all of these pitches I'm going to be. You're going to be out in front? Of the of of oh, oh yeah yes because as soon as Chapman as soon as he's like his arm turns I'm gonna go ahead and start swinging 
I might foul it off because I'm going to catch the back end of the bat on there. <laughs> Up and in, too, I'm probably going to be in the dirt, to be honest with you. If I had to pick one, just from a – probably the cutter. Just because it feels like that's the most – man. I mean, I can't, I can't catch up to 106. I mean, I, again, I've never played baseball. Yeah. So I got literally, literally no chance. And that slider – Come on, I got no chance. He's gonna have to hang it or something for you yeah. to have it. Um, thing is that with Moe's cutter, I'm a right-handed hitter. Yeah. So it would be going moving towards my barrel. Yeah. I'll, I'll go the cutter, but I don't have much. I'm not gonna hit any of these. I'm not gonna yeah, touch I, them. I, I'd, I'd be okay with just a tapper back to the mound. Yeah. If if I got contact, I would walk off the field victorious. <laughs> you know, I, I, there's no way. Major, there are major league hitters can't hit some of these pitches. So how I, how am I going to do it? No, Jose Altuve can hit Chapman as long as he's got a buzzer on his Good chest. Good point. If I have somebody beating the trash can, I might have a shot here. Uh, Lake and Waddell wants to know if you could bring back one Braves legend to add to the current roster, who would it be and why? <sighs> it has to be one of the pitchers, right? I was going to say. I would love to answer this with Chipper Jones because he's my favorite all-time Brave, right. and and really since the Braves didn't re-sign Donaldson, yeah, I love Austin Riley, but he's not completely proven yet. And yeah. Johan Camargo, he's had one good season. I know who that is. Um, so anyway, I'd love to just say Chipper and throw him at third, and but I think what completes this team would be another ace. Yeah, and so you it'd in, be Maddox. Yeah, because I do think I told you John Smoltz is closer in heart, but Maddox is the best pitcher of the big three. If you, uh, Maddox in his prime. If you're pitching, picking a position player, you sort of have to pick Hank Aaron, don't you? I mean, that's true. I mean, <laughs> 755, you gotta, you gotta go out there. Uh, the Allegheny Boys Tennis Program wants to know, or they have a very simple question for you. Joel, on my 21st birthday in 1993, I watched my Cincinnati Reds lose to the Atlanta Braves. 14 to nothing in the old Riverfront Stadium. So I now know two Reds fans, him and Scott Strickland. Deion Sanders, David Justice, and three other Braves hit home runs. Why? Well, here's why. <clears throat> the Braves needed to win 104 games that season because the San Francisco Giants won 103. I didn't even put that together. So without that win, that 14 nothing win in Cincinnati uh, on that day, I wouldn't be able to be sitting here needling Brian 27 years later on how the Braves you know, get, overcame a 10-game or so deficit. If that one game had gone the other way. <laughs> or any of the other 103 wins. Jeez Louise. All right. Think about that. That, that is crazy that the Giants won 103 games yeah. and went home. Easily. In my opinion, the best they got to be the best team that didn't make the playoffs. I won't. I don't know. They you know. I'm not going to say they're the best team that didn't win a World Series, but they didn't even make the playoffs. You know that team is the reason the wild card exists. In my opinion, because <laughs> baseball is like we can't have that 103 win team. I about got you the other night because I saw a picture of the night that Atlanta Fulton County Stadium caught on fire, mm-hmm. and that was the night Fred McGriff debuted yeah. with the Braves. And that was the night the surge began yeah, to, yeah. to get back on top. Think about going 103 and 59. Most years you want to win the division by like 15 games. Yeah. They didn't make the playoffs. 104 and 58 made the playoffs. That's crazy. Who won the uh, the NL East that year? Phillies. I got to know, right? I got, I got to know what their record was. They – hold on. No, you're, you're wrong. The Cardinals won it. 
93? Oh, it was in 93. I'm sorry. I'm looking at 91. I'm looking at the start of the... Uh... Well, in 91, the Pirates won the NL East. Hold on. Stop. Stop. Calm down. <laughs> okay, yes, the Phillies won the league, or won the East. In 93. They were 97 and 65. So the Giants would have won the the, the... the If the Braves had been in the East where they were supposed to be, geographically, the Giants and the Braves win, and the Braves win by seven games. Incredible. Who who was in third in the in the West that year behind the Astros? The Giants? How far behind the Giants were? Nineteen. They were eighteen games behind the Giants. They were eighty five and seventy. <laughs> the third place team had no prayer. Yeah. Oh my God, that just makes me sad. Who? Real quick, who was the worst team in baseball in ninety three? Ninety three. Yeah. Uh, Rockies. No, the Mets. Really? They're fifty nine and one hundred three. <laughs> Wow, what what was the Rockies? That was their. The Rockies uh, didn't finish last. The Padres were last in the. Because that West. was their expansion year. The Rockies. The, the, and, the Rockies were sixty-seven and ninety-five. The Padres were sixty-one and one hundred and one. And had Tony Gwynn on that team. God, oh, baseball. All right, uh, Braves went undefeated against the Rockies that year. They were like thirteen and zero against Colorado. <laughs> I bet the Giants lost like five games. The Rockies have always killed the Giants. Uh, Steven wants to know, why is baseball falling the fourth most popular sport in this country? Is it because the TV experience isn't what NFL, NBA, and college football are? You know, I may be completely wrong here, but I think part of it has to do with, as time goes on, people's attention spans get less and less. I just want to do that. And, like, kids, they're not as quick to just stick with... Baseball is kind of a game that you got to stick with, either either watching it mm-hmm. or playing its repetition. And, and sometimes I, I wonder if like attention spans just there aren't there aren't enough kids that just play it and love it and stick with it. Yeah, you want to know one of the reasons I think it is, and I'm about to be really old man here. I think it's analytics, and what I mean by that is this: when I was a kid, it was easy to tell you who the best player in baseball was. He was the guy who hit the most home runs and the guy who had the highest batting average. And now there's so many stats. So a guy like who hits in, in 1985-86, a guy who hit 250 with 35 home runs and 105 RBI was an all-star and one of the best players in baseball. And now a guy like that is is you know a dime a dozen. There's a bunch of guys like that. But b they're just looked at as not that important. They want guys who get on base and do all. And I, and I I don't even begin to understand a lot of the the analytics. So you know the. Baseball used to just be a pretty – it was just a, an easy sport to understand, and now it's not. Well, I don't even know if some people, though, watch it enough to even oh, know, I know. know that those analytics But, yeah, happen. I think that's part – like, I don't have sons. But if they if I had sons, you know, my dad and I watched every Braves game together because I was always on, right? Yeah. I, I watched every game on the Superstation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit down probably and watch much baseball with my son. Now, A, part of that is because the Giants – my team are very rarely on TV, and I'm not. I'm certainly not going to shell out for MLB TV right now when the Giants are terrible. But I mean, I just it's just it's just different now. It just is. Do, do your kids watch baseball with you? Yeah. Um, I mean, that you know they're three and a half and one and a half, so it's not like they're, they're I mean, sitting there blocked in. But, but they'll, yeah, spend they'll, an, they'll spend an inning or so. If I go you? home right now, and the TV may be on MLB Network because it basically stays on it. Because uh-huh. when I go home and sit there and write some at night, I turn it on and just it's in the background. But mm-hmm. if if Cade walks in a, right now, even at one and a half, he walks in and says, "Baseball, oh, 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 yeah, 
like his. I mean, that was one of the first things I taught both kids was the tomahawk. The child. Child. Yeah, but I mean, in Cal, when I he asked me the other day, he said, "Or uh, there's like a little water thing that sprays up right beyond the the right field right. gate at, at Truist Park." Yeah, and uh, Cal said the other day, "We're going to go watch the Braves and see the water." And I was like, "No, son, the world's kind of crazy right now. That got canceled." So yeah, uh, hopefully we can get there before the year's over. <laughs> but but anyway, yeah, they 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 both watch. And and they, I feel like when they're older, they're gonna actually watch. Okay. Uh, where are we? The Ginger Beard Man, Cody Bellinger or Mookie Betts? Hmm. I like Mookie. Okay. I just I think overall he's a can't go wrong either guy. Clayton Kershaw or Walker Bueller? Why are we just going Dodgers here? That's what the question is. Okay. I mean, um, I, did, I didn't I didn't ask the question. Uh, in their prime, in, in his prime, I'd go Kershaw. Yeah. Okay. I would say that they're all just pieces of trash, is what they are. <laughs> Not a World Series ring among them, except for the one Mookie Betts one with the Red Sox who cheated. <laughs> if I had to take them today, by the way, I'd go Bueller. If it, Bueller Kershaw, if I got to go in their present form, because Bueller's younger and yeah. on the upswing, and yeah. But yeah, if I'm picking them in their Primes, but I don't even know if Bueller's hit his prime yet. You yeah, know, so. no, you're probably right. But Kershaw in his prime, man, he, he was untouchable. Yeah. And that wasn't all that long ago. He's still darn good. Unless it was the postseason. Completely touchable then. Or against the Braves, because in the last well, year's I can't help that. division series, they couldn't hit him either. Or if Madison Bumgarner was batting. He was touchable then. <laughs> uh, Didn't Brandon Woodruff take him deep, too? Yeah. Yes, Woodruff he did. Yes, deep. he did. A over S, I'm sorry, M over S, A Swenson wants to know, how underrated is A League of Her Own? That's a oh, really, it's very underrated. That's a really good baseball movie. Yeah. Uh, I, very I, enjoyable. I'm sitting here thinking, if I had to make a top five, it could make a case. I, I Every time it's on, I watch it. If I'm passing by, there I'm stopping. Uh... And then how overrated is Bull Durham? Still a badass movie, just not the all-time best. I don't think Bull Durham is, is in my... He's not in my top tier. It's, it's good. It's another one I'm going to watch every yeah. time. So I watch most of these movies every time I'm passing through, though. So Yeah. I don't know that I'd call it overrated, because I, re- I really like it. So. Okay. Will Carruth, what happens if the Braves sign Bonds instead of Maddox before the 93 season? Million dollar question. I, I, I think you're still. I think you probably win a couple more World Series because you have that extra bat. And I mean, between Smoltz and Glavin, you had enough pitching. You know, and you can't say you disagree. To be honest with you, because you had Maddox and you only got one. Yeah, I think Bonds is worth another World Series. Yeah, I mean, you may be exactly right. So the pro- the thing is though, pitching over the course of 162 games. When you have somebody out there every single night that can dominate you, I mean, who's to say if you take one of those pitchers out and throw Bonds in, I mean, maybe you missed the playoffs in one of those years, you know? Yeah. Like the 93 season where you won yeah. by one game. Yeah. I mean, who, who's to say that if you take one of those pitchers out, Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. does Bonds make up for that? Maybe he does. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's just, you know, you probably win a game 6-5 to five instead of winning it 2-1. to one. Maybe. So... Who is your favorite? What's your favorite game and favorite player from the '91 Braves run? Uh, '91 favorite player was without a doubt David Justice. Okay, love David Justice. 
Um, favorite game in 91? Um, there was a game in Cincinnati. And the Braves were down 6 nothing. But you said that 14-0 game. You're really That was 93. Okay, yeah, 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 you're right. I can't keep up. I can't um, keep up. There was a game in Cincinnati. Braves were down 6 nothing. They came all the way back and won 7-6 that night. And that just stands out to me for whatever reason. Um There were a lot of good ones that year though. There was a combined no-hitter. Merker, Wollers, Pena. Um which was I guess the first no-hitter I ever got to see. Um Combined one, but still pretty cool against the Padres. Okay. So one of those two, th- th- those kind of stick out. I mean, the clincher too with Olson jumping into Smoltz's arms that will forever stand out in my mind. I just thought that that was something that was supposed to happen every year there for a little while. They won it ninety one, then ninety two, and then it just kept yeah fourteen years of my life. You know, yeah. it just kept winning them. I just thought October baseball was a given, and then I went through the next fourteen years and realized it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ty Gordon wants to know, what is your favorite original Nintendo baseball game, and why is it RBI baseball? Uh, it is RBI baseball. He's correct. It's not mine, but go ahead. Um, it, it is one in the RBI baseball series. I, I don't know if it's the original. or I think it was actually RBI baseball 2 or 3 that I played a, a ton. Um, and what's the other part of that? Um, just why is it yeah, that? Yeah, why is it that? Yeah. Well, it was just fun. Yeah. <laughs> What was your favorite team, favorite player, and your favorite substitutions? Well, obviously favorite team. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Favorite player, I guess David Justice. was. Yeah. I think he was on there in on RBI Baseball 3, I believe. Favorite substitutions? I don't, I don't know. So I liked MLB Baseball, or Major League Baseball. I thought that was the best game because it had the actual rosters of all the teams, and it had the All-Star Game function where you could pick an All-Star team and play against the NL or the AL All-Stars. So I could, you could just pick whoever you want. And the Braves had Dale Murphy and yeah. I get Will Clark and Palmer and had them all on the same team. So yeah. I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if the original RBI baseball may not have had the the original had the actual teams. I'm not sure. The one that I played was RBI baseball. I think it was RBI baseball three. It did have all the actual teams and players. Yeah. All right. Um, Josh Smith, an all time team of guys who signed with State but went pro. Um, the Royals won't sign with State. I think he did, didn't he? So that's one. Uh, Austin Riley's Austin one. Riley, Billy Hamilton, uh, Corey Dickerson. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think. I mean, there's so many, there's a lot of guys, but who who are they? The thing with it is, when they don't come to state, I kind of kind of lose. forget that they. Yeah. Austin kind of, Austin's different because I mean a he's a Mississippian and he's a Brave yeah. and and he's comes from state stuff and yeah he's Kirk a, he's Presley still, didn't do anything in the pros though so I don't know a lot of that, that, that's a, that's a like an end that could be like a whole show to be honest with you yeah Judd Jukins wants to know if you have to win one game who is your starting pitcher past or present. So Ooh. let's do both. Okay. Re- who's retired, and then who's in the game today? Um, one game. You know, it's awful tempting here to go with like an Andy Pettit. That sucker was Won really a ton of big uh, games, of huge games. He's not like the first dude that comes to mind for dominance. No, no you're right. But in the postseason, man, that dude was good. 
That's not a bad choice. Uh, what about uh, can I pick like the year? Can I get like 1985 Doc Gooden? That's, I mean, at the top of his game or 86 Clemens, something like that. You know, um, Bumgarner. I was going to go that's there for, your boy for present day. That would be tough. I mean, I don't think I would want him with his 2020 skill set, but if you could give me him during that 2010 to 2014 yeah. run, I mean, he was not losing. You put him on the mound, he was winning the game. In a must-win situation. I, I, I will forever go to my grave saying that if the Giants don't blow game four in San Fran in 2016, they win. They, the Cubs never win a World Series because they're going to go back to, 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 to Chicago with Cueto on the mound and Bumgarner in the bullpen. The Giants were going to win. Yeah. But I feel like right now, today – if we were playing a game on April the what is if you're listening on Wednesday, it's April the eighth. If we were playing a game today and I had to win it today, I think I'd go Jacob Degrom. Jacob Degrom, I'd go. That's I'd go Mets choice. and go him. That's a good choice. I, I'm not going to argue too much with that. Uh, let's see here. Where are we? All right, uh, Rob Montgomery. Inspired by this fascinating thread of crazy baseball field dimensions, what's the strangest field you've ever seen or played on? Oh, I played on some, I mean, <laughs> I played on a a team that was based out of Starkville where, I don't know, even know what you want to call it. I about said semi-pro, that ain't what you'd call it, I don't guess, but mm-hmm. just guys that we would team up together and we had juries, whatever. We played on some random fields. I can remember one in particular. I mean, I don't even think there was a fence in the outfield. Um, but if you want to talk about organized baseball, there was a field that we played a playoff game on. I want to say it was, I remember if it was Belmont or Baldwin. I just remember it had a really, really tall fence in right field. Um, that one stands out a little bit. I can't think of anything just too crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, there, there was one in the Delta that, like, the right field, basically the right field fence was a batting cage. And that was just kind of odd, the way it was built. But, I don't know. Those, those two kind of stand out, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Holden Blake. Who wins a championship first in baseball, Mississippi State or the Atlanta Braves? Atlanta Braves. I tend to agree with that. Uh, it's it, To me, it's easier to win the World Series than the College World Series. I agree with that, too. Uh, here we go. Brad Haynes has a question for us. Will Pete Rose ever be in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I kind of don't think. I, I wish he would be. He should be. But at this point, I mean, it'll be after he's dead or something. I mean, I hate to say it that way, but. I hope that's not the case. Didn't I see where, like, the lifetime band ends when he dies? I mean, that would make sense, right? Lifetime. So, is it a lifetime for Pete, or is it a lifetime for eternity of everybody? Yeah, surely that means forever. But th- th- I think it's going to get overturned at some point. It just has to. There's th- The only person who wants him... Th- I don't think there's anybody... There is nobody today that you said, Does Pete Rose, should, would you put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame that would say no? You know, they should just do it. I mean, he bet on his t- own team. To win. Yeah. yeah he, he's, he's, he's suffered enough at this point. Right, I mean, and that, he broke the rules, and he he deserved right punishment. And I, I'm not, but right, I don't know. Right, 
What about the steroid guys? Bonds, McGuire, Palmero, Sosa, Clemens. Don't you just think it makes sense to put them in and to have an air, a wing in the Baseball Hall of Fame about the steroid era? Just call it that and admit what happened. I wonder if there's some way to do it. And I, I guess you can. I was going to say, and call it something else. Like, you don't call them Hall of Famers. I don't know what else you'd call them. No, they need to be. Barry Bonds is the all-time leading home run hitter. Say what you want about anything. Nobody has hit more home runs than Barry Bonds. How is that guy not in the Hall of Fame? Well, because would he have done it without help? That's no, how. but he still would have hit 500. He'd a, be in the Hall of Fame. Regardless. I'm a lot more convicted that Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. I don't. I just. It's tough for me to excuse the fact that those. And, and, I, and I know you said a while ago everybody was doing it, but everybody wasn't doing it. It's tough for me to excuse. It's just different. Like if you play, if you cheered for a team that had a guy like that, you would feel differently. I Maybe. Think. If you had been a Cardinals or a Cubs, oh yeah, fan he's out. already in. But if it came out that Chipper had juiced his whole career, look at that guy—he's a freak. <laughs> the only juice he had was the tobacco juice in the in, in his chin. Um, I don't know. I don't like the steroid guys getting in. So okay. I'm kind of—you'd have to convince me otherwise on that, and I don't think you could. Right. I, I do think though, and maybe they are. I, I haven't walked through the, th- the place at Cooperstown. Maybe they are in there in some way. But I think they need to be. People that walk through the Hall of Fame need to know that those guys played a part in the game, but yes. I don't think they need to be Hall of Famers, uh, if that makes I sense. I don't agree with you. Well, uh, it's because you root for cheaters. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, <laughs> are you team bunt or team no bunt? Usually no bunt, mm-hmm. but bunt has its place. Bunting has its place. Look, you tell me top of the ninth, you're down, bottom of the ninth, you're down a run, and you get the, the leadoff man on, and you're, you know, well, it also depends on who's at the plate. Well, I'm, 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 can I finish setting up my scenario? Okay. And now you got the number nine guy up with the top of the order coming up. But yes, bunt him over. Yes. But, you know, it's the top of the fourth in a score. Don't bunt. Yeah. I, I'm usually no bunt. Yeah. But there's a time and place for bunting. Because here's another thing. A lot of people that are pro-bunt mm-hmm. just think everybody can bunt. Yeah, that's and true, a, too. Yeah. And, and a lot of times... They're more likely to get something done swinging a stick than they are trying to get a bunt down, and then they're up there poking and, and popping crap in the air. Exactly. If you're going to be team bunt, by gosh, you better have a team that can bunt, as opposed to all this rinky-dink poking and can't catch the ball with the bat, guys. And so, anyway, I'm getting into baseball coach mode over here. Yeah. Speaking of baseball coach, Brad Haynes is the baseball coach or a baseball coach at Caledonia. Coached against some and coached some studs. Moreland, Posey, and Dozier are a few. Name the best player you've ever seen in person at the high school level. Mm. I saw Taylor Tankersley in high school. That's probably my answer. Didn't go to a lot of baseball games, obviously. Best person I've seen. I saw Roosevelt. I think I I saw Billy Billy Hamilton in high school. I saw two guys that played in MLB, Taylor Tankersley and uh, Roosevelt Brown. Trying to think who else. Mike, I don't know if I ever saw Austin play. Austin Riley. I don't know if I saw him play in high school. I'll say Billy Hamilton right now, but I don't know. I'd need, I'd need to think on that for a minute. Okay. But keep trucking. I'll see if anything think. else comes to mind. I saw Robbie Goodson play. He played college ball here at State, but 
those two guys. Those are the only two guys I saw play that I know played in the major leagues. Um, I asked a few weeks ago, and I'll ask again: When are we going to play the show online, Coleman? <laughs> Anytime, any place. As Vince Vaughn stated in Wedding Crashers, Rule seventy six: No excuses. Play like a champion. Uh, I never ever play online, but just because you did that, I, I might need to. Might need to do it. We, we might need to set something up here soon. All right, we're, we're gonna have to base it around my daddy daycare work schedule too. Uh, so it may be middle of the night or something, but we'll, we'll see if we can't figure something out. Right. Wade Jones says, "Who has your favorite swing in baseball? I bet it will be somebody left-handed." He's right. Who is it? It's Griffey. Yeah, that's who. It's his too. I Mine mean, is Will Clark. Man, Griffey's swing was so sweet. Will's, Will's was too. Yeah. But. And then his next question is, why does it seem that four out of five people choose a lefty as their favorite? There's something about a lefty that it's just they, it's the, pretty, the bat seems to just go. It just looks different, you know. It, it just comes off the ball. The, the bat comes off the the ball comes off the bat differently. It seems a left-handed hitter pulling a home run is just like magic. Yeah. Yeah. Chippers was pretty good too. Yeah. When I think about his Bond's um, swing was not great. Like he did things with his elbow, and but it was it was certainly a good swing. Yeah, and when you think of right-handed guys, you think of more like violent. Yeah, Gary yeah. Sheffield just, just up there wagging whacking that, that ball. A Rod yeah. had a pretty right-handed swing. But he's a switch hitter, obviously. Uh but yeah, most of them are left-handed. Yeah, I, I don't like. It's, it's pretty pretty odd when you think about it that. I don't know what it is about that left hand. Yeah. Uh, from Ford Polk, would you try the toasted grasshoppers at the Seattle Mariners games? For me, yes, but after a drink or two. No. Would not try those? <laughs> I, would, I would not. You would like them in terms of one reason. Packed with protein. There you go. Low fat and, and no, I'm sorry, no fat and packed with protein. But I'd be eating a grasshopper. That's true. So I'd not be able to get past that fact, so I wouldn't try. Best player from your own team not to win a ring. That's easy. Barry Bonds. Um, best player from my own team did not win a ring. It's gonna be Chipper, right? He won a ring. Ninety five. Was he on the ninety five team? Mm-hmm. Okay, it was his rookie year. Uh, I mean, Dale Murphy. That's the correct answer. I'm trying to think of it. Is there be anybody that would top that? I mean, Hank Aaron won one in Milwaukee, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Hank Aaron has a World Series ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think it's Murph. Okay. If you had a second team, who would it be? If I had a second team, it, it kind of changes from time to time. I'll tell you one that I actually do kind of follow a good bit, and mm-hmm. it's because I always watch the Braves. Right. So who play it almost every night at yeah. 6.30 or 6 or right. 6.30 our time. So when I watch a second game, it's almost always a West Coast yeah. game. And the the other team that I watch the most uh-huh. is the Angels. Really? And it's sort of the opposite for me. I have never, ever watched Mike Trout play a game. Never. I've watched yeah. him play a ton. Uh, and for, they have a, they have several former Braves, like Anderson Simmons yeah. and, and Justin Upton. And so I, they have Pujols. Now still. they have Julio Teran. Yeah. And, uh, so Who'd they sign? Who'd, they got a big player in this offseason, right? Anthony Rendon. That's right, yeah. Plays third for him now, although he hadn't played a game with him yet in yeah, yeah. spring. Um, so, so I guess right now, if you made me pick, I'd say the Angels. So for me, the answer to this is sort of unusual maybe. 
Uh, you know, growing up when I grew up, there were only two teams that are on all the time: the Braves and the Cubs. Uh, I never really liked the Cubs. Nothing. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not a Cubs hater. But I just. I just don't care for them. And then about the time I was maybe a, a junior in high school, maybe a sophomore, the White Sox started coming on WGN. Yeah, I remember what, flipping channels one night, and this was back when you actually had to be on TV and like change the channel manually. And uh, I, I was like, "Oh, baseball!" And I looked at the stadium. I'm like, "What the hell stadium is that? That's not Wrigley." <laughs> and I'm like, "Is that the White Sox?" And the White Sox were on, and then they started showing White Sox games. So they. They showed, I think, one year at Old Comiskey, and then New Comiskey came in. And I always thought those black uniforms were sharp, and I liked Frank Thomas. So the answer for me is the White Sox. Yeah. Paul Canerco. Yeah. Like, when they won the World Series, I was happy for them. I was like, oh, you know, that's a long... And, I, and because I didn't really like the Cubs, I thought it was funny that the White Sox won and the Cubs didn't. I wouldn't. So. I was, I, at that juncture in time, uh, I was all in on the Astros because uh, Royal Swalt, Choctaw County. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had a little bit of heart strain there, there for him, but so. didn't didn't have quite didn't quite happen. He did get a bulldozer out of that playoff run, though. That's true. Jim, Jim Crane bought him a bulldozer for being MVP of the NLCS, I think. So. That's a good deal, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what's one player your team missed out on in free agency that still haunts you? Uh, missed out on free agency that still haunts me. <sighs> Let me see how this season plays out. It may be the fact they didn't re-sign Josh Donaldson. Yeah. Um. Missed out on that still haunts me. Hmm. I mean, the thing with the Braves has always been, when it comes to those big name guys, they're not signing them. So I've never really had any expectation that they would sign them. It seems like so yeah. I haven't really had my heart just completely shattered because they didn't sign Player X. I'm trying to think. You know, the past few years like the Giants were in the I thought they were in the mix for Giancarlo start G, Giancarlo Stanton wasn't um, it so much easier when it was just Mike yeah yeah uh, and then I thought I was uh, they were in the mix they were in the mix for Bryce Harper uh, but couldn't pull the trigger I'm trying to think if there's one that I'm that I'm missing out on here I'm sure there is um, the Giants just haven't been they haven't been a big free agency free agency splash team you know like the last one I really remember is Barry Zito and you know who won World Series, but was never what you... Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know this is completely recency bias from me, but it really did hurt me when I saw, even though he was with the Braves just one year, when I saw Josh Donaldson sign with the Twins this offseason. Because I, I was just all in on, I thought the Braves needed to to pony up and, and sign him for three or four years. Yeah. And if that meant that Austin Riley eventually needed to move to left field, at least until Josh was gone, that'd have been fine. But whatever. It didn't have happened. All right, I think that might be it. And oh, here we go. Mike Leak has questions. Not Mike Leach. Mike Leak. Mike Leak is since a the remainder. Player. Yeah, yes. Since the remainder of the twenty twenty baseball season was canceled, do the stats still count? Yeah. Basically, that's it. Yeah. So whoever the leading hitter was, all, all those hits and home runs go onto your career totals. I guess they do. They do. Okay. This, this, it's not like the season was vacated. Yeah. It was just, yeah. Because, you know, like in a game, if like an MLB game, if you play four innings and it rains and well, you didn't finish, think about you the, get the, the 94 half, season. Count. Think about the 94 season. Yeah, it's still counting. All those stats count. Yeah. Uh, will the Diamond Dogs ever consider retiring jersey numbers? Polk, Palmero, Clark, I don't think so. I think they're doing the same thing football does, which is they have the ring of honor. 
if there's a number 15 in football, which there is, yeah. then... The number 15 should be retired at Mississippi Universally, State. almost, yeah. Yeah, because Dak, Mangum, and Tierra McCowan. And even if you... I mean, Timmy Bowers was 15, too. Great player, so... Uh, who's playing third for the Bravos this season, Riley or Camargo? I'm rooting for Riley. I like them both. I, I think it works better if Riley's the third baseman and Camargo can be super utility kind of deal. But Camargo wasn't all that great playing a utility role last year, so I, I don't know if that'd work or not. But I think the Braves would be at their best if Riley is that player he was for about the first two months he came up last year. So I'm rooting for Riley there. And I, and I, judging by how he was finishing up spring, I think he would have. I think he would have won it. But now we won't know, and they'll have to restart everything. And I don't know. I'll say Riley. All right, that's all our questions. That's all our baseball rumblings for the day. We want to thank you guys for all the great questions. We certainly appreciate it. We'll come up with a here's here's uh, here's what we want now from you guys. Help us pick next week's theme. Yeah, viewers' choice, whatever or listeners' choice. I guess nobody's viewing us. Although evidently that's coming soon, uh, you guys send in some uh, some thoughts for what should be our theme, and we will uh, we, whatever is, seems to be the most popular one, we'll go with that. Tomorrow's show, we will uh, break down the next half of the uh, Chapel of Memories bracket and uh, re- and update with all the winners of the, of this week's matchups. Looks like everything's gonna is almost uh, set for that. Uh, if, plus, if anything else happens between now and then. And God knows it might. (laughs) We'll talk about it. Have a great Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday for Joel T. Coleman. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.